recorded live at 4 Triple Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. It's Zed Games. <laughs> I'm Maylee, and I'm here in the studio with two other hardcore gamers. Zombie Toby. Mm. Bad news all. <laughs> You're a zombie? Um, z- z- well. That's quite fitting for tonight's show. Oh, that's the reason why I'm... <clears throat> Sorry, I just have to get rid of that frog in my throat. <laughs> um, <laughs> z- zombie... Zombie... Are we... Are we zombie-themed? We're a bit zombie-themed. We're talking about a lot of zombies tonight. We've got two zombie game reviews coming up. So, uh, how are we all? <laughs> how are we doing? Doing great. Yeah? I'm doing well. I, I Sleep's fun. Have you been having it? <laughs> no, zombie. Don't sleep anymore. Good. Mm. Getting into character. No. It's, it's, it's just how life works. You just lay yeah. in bed and sort of groan all night. No, why would I lay in bed? I've, I've got I've got brains to get, eat. That's half oh, the fun yeah. of being a zombie. <laughs> Come on, he's got to rest too. I do not feel comfortable in this studio with you. We've got to have the door open. <laughs> got to have an exit. We can't plan. do that. <laughs> so, what have we been playing lately? Uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing and Brains. Two good um, games. Because Brains and Animal Crossing is addiction. <laughs> um, and oh, it is. It's you, terrible. Especially with the new D- DLC. We can, you can collect things like brains and all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's true, but I no. wish it was. Well, there are anatom- anatomical mo- models and skeletons oh, and so brains. I did, I did walk into Nook's Cranny the other day and they just had a pile of bones sitting mm. for sale. It seemed suspicious. Cool. I think I have to friend you and visit. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Hazel? I, uh, same as always, Destiny 2 and Trackmania. <laughs> Classics. Uh, shoot the zombies and then run them over. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've been playing Back for Blood. Yeah. A lot of that. Um, and also Deathloop. Oh, how is... Deathloop? Yes. Yes. We can just keep saying it over and over and over again because Deathloop, that's loop, kind of the loop, premise of the, the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah. I have been dying a lot, but unlike most games where I die a lot, it's like the purpose of the game, so I yeah. don't feel bad. It's like, yeah, I'm accomplishing things by dying. I'm. <laughs> I, I, as a zombie, I approve of this message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're endorsing undeath. Undeath yes. and dying repeatedly, yes. Now, <laughs> but but only if it's not the head that is damaged to kill oh. you. Oh, really? You don't want that. Oh, that would kill you. Kill you. Mm. So, <laughs> brains. I think we should probably get into some news, but I have one thing I want to talk about before that. Brains? Not brains. <gasps> yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about an upcoming event. There's an upcoming event. What? What? This weekend. Saturday, the 13th of November, 
at the Brisbane Powerhouse. This Saturday. <laughs> the Game On 423 exhibition will be running, and as part of it, Zed Games will be hosting a panel interviewing local game devs. Local game devs! <laughs> the Game On 423 exhibition so- showcases locally made games, all presented by their creators and studios, from VR to tabletop, PC and console, and mobile. Everything. Mobile. Everything. It runs Brains. from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's a all ages event so come on it's free <gasps> come on down free it's free, free right <laughs> free real estate there are no free brains or free real estate but I... there are free games related <laughs> events and we will be picking the brains of the devs yes okay, brains good point good point we will be doing that. and and you can also poke zyro who will be there i'm assuming on the day because it's their birthday that day. Is it? <sighs> I was not informed. And this, this we, we, we must inform. Pick that brain. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a really exciting event. It's at the Brisbane Powerhouse from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's workshops. You can play locally made games, chat to the developers, and discover more about the folks that are leading this important creative industry. Play games! Game on! 43! Yeah. Local farm-to-table games. Exactly. <laughs> Local brains. Farm-to-table. Okay, this games, is not brains. going games. off the rails. So I'm, Time for the news. <laughs> I'm going to take us into the news. <laughs> we can fill our brains with news. Brains! This week in gaming news. Shipment of graphics cards stolen. An entire shipment of EVGA RTX 30 series graphics cards have been stolen in transit from San Francisco to California. More specific details about the truck heist aren't available due to ongoing investigations, but users are warned that it's illegal to buy or receive stolen goods or conceal, sell, withhold or aid in concealing, selling or withholding of these goods. If you think you may have a card that was involved in this theft, you can find out by entering your card's serial number on EVGA's warranty status page, or you can attempt to register your card. If you can register it, then you can rest easy. Otherwise, if a user does end up with a stolen card, it will be addressed on a case-by-case basis. The heist is similar to an incident at the end of 2020, where about $340,000 worth of GeForce RTX 3090s were stolen. Peter Jackson sells VFX Tech Division to Unity. Unity, a 3D game development platform, will be obtaining the technology used to create Gollum for Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and many other characters from movies, making the VX tools available to creators all over the world. Under the deal, Unity will be gaining the Waiter Digital Suite of VFX tools, as well as a team of 275 engineers joining Unity's Create Solutions division. What is the price for a division responsible for Avatar, Game of Thrones, and Planet of the Apes? I call $1.625 billion in the form of cash and stock. This makes award-winning technology available to all Unity creators, making industry-pushing VFX tools more accessible than ever. Forza Horizon 5 includes on-screen sign language. The car racing game, Forza Horizon 5, will be getting on-screen American and British sign language for cutscenes, bringing a rare level of accessibility to the game. The feature has been shown off in a video by Playground Games, showing how a picture-in-picture sign language interpreter along the cinematic and subtitles. Sign language conveys tone more effectively than subtitles alone, and is an option if players have difficulty reading at the speed of the subtitles. It's not the only accessibility option, of course. With game speed modification, high contrast and colour blindness modes, 
text-to-speech and speech-to-text options for voice chat, and a screen reader narrator, not to mention the ability to adjust font style and size. With great accessibility, driving cars fast will be available to more and more speed demons. And now for some upcoming game releases. November 11th brings Beyond Blue for the Switch, Epic Chef for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Kainga Seeds of Civilization for the PC, Killer in the Cabin for the PC, Mega Aquarium Architects Collection DLC for the PC, Skyrim Special Edition for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4 and Xbox One, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic for the Switch. November 12th brings Gynog for the PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Punk Wars for the PC, and Shin Megami Tensei V for the Switch. November 16 brings Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 for the PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. November 17 you can see Next Space Rebels for the PC and Xbox One, and Warhammer Age of Sigma Tempest 4 for the PC VR. November 18 you can see Guild of Dungeoneering Ultimate Edition for the PC, Microsoft Flight Simulator Game of the Year Edition for the PC and Xbox Series X, Microsoft Flight Simulator Reno Air Races Expansion Pack, and Microsoft Flight Simulator Reno Air Races Full Collection, both for the PC and Xbox Series X, and Undungeon for the PC and Xbox One. November 19 brings Battlefield 2042 for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One, Mobile Suite Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy Volume 2 for the PS5 and PS4, Nerf Legends for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and Pokemon Brilliant Diamond slash Shining Pearl for the Switch. That's it this week in gaming news. Thanks for the news. Zara's brains. Welcome back <laughs> to Zed Games. You just got newsed. Newsed. How so are we feeling? How about that video game? Sorry, that <laughs> graphics card heist. The video game heist. The graphics card heist. Well, now I'm thinking that there should be a video game. That's a graphics card heist. I mean, did you ever watch the first Fast and Furious movie? I did. I don't know. Yes. The crime that they're committing there is um, heisting like DVD players from trucks that are moving on the highway. And that's how I'm picturing the the graphics card heist. (laughs) Is like... Oh, They're God. just stealing a trailer off the back of a truck, and it's just full of of like brand new EVGA cards. Are you trying to tell me it was Vin Diesel all along? It could he, have been. It, you heard it here first. He doesn't have Zed enough news. money. Zed Games news. Yes, no, he doesn't. He he's a nice person. <laughs> what? What is that? Nothing. <laughs> I, I, I say nothing more. There are strong opinions being hidden here. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. How do we feel about the new accessibility options? Are we pro-accessibility? Do we hate it? Do we want less people to be able to play video games? That sounds like a very biased mm. statement. <laughs> pick them. Pick, pick, pick the right are one. Are you good of course or I'm evil right. <laughs> Long before I actually joined the show, I wrote a piece for the website about accessibility. So I feel like I'm obligated to be pro-accessibility. And I'll play devil's yeah. And also because I'm disabled. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty. That'll do it. 
strong bias. <laughs> <laughs> My bias is I'm perfectly able to says looking at his ankles no i'm perfectly abled and yeah no of course we want to make sure that the more people can play games because it's games and how else am i going to eat more brains the the only thing with this and i'm very pro pro i'm on board yeah but i don't get how it's helpful and this might be my own ignorance but i don't get why there's a like why not have subtitles why is it better? Supposedly, there's when you utilize uh, sign language, you can be more what's the word emotional and convey more meaning behind them. Oh. You can't you can't convey a tone in a you subtitle. Have... Okay, yeah. Whereas you can with with gestures. Yeah, I get and everything. That. Especially when they're off screen or it's narration, which is the lazy man. It's also just a lot new. easier to follow for people who mostly communicate in sign language. Mm. That's true too. That's true. Sadly, not Auslan. I just, I love me some subtitles. I have them mm-hmm. on all yeah. the time, so I was a bit confused, but now yeah. I know. But now we know that the subtitles that we've watched all these years in all of those movies just weren't conveying enough tone. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can hear the tone of the voice. Yeah, that's Some true. people can't. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> that is a... I learned something new in my brain today. <laughs> yeah, we all do. If only I had a brain. Then how do you learn something in, new in your brain? I'll just eat more brain. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. Well, before my brain is eaten, I've previously recorded a review of Back for Blood. So here's that, dear listeners. Back for Blood is set in the post-apocalypse, where humanity was almost wiped out by hordes of zombies, but the survivors have rebuilt settlements as beacons of hope in the darkness. Things have calmed since the original outbreak, and the zombies, or Ridden, as they're known in Back for Blood, have become few and far between. You are part of a team of four sent to secure weapons for Fort Hope from a neighbouring arms dealer. Things are tense, increasingly so, until he says those magic words. When was the last time you even saw a Vidin? Of course, he's dead within 10 seconds, and you're left fighting your way through a flood of newly mutated undead. From there, the campaign sprawls out in crescendo towards an epic finale. Back for Blood is a cooperative first-person shooter that pits you against swarming masses of the undead. Made by the original Left 4 Dead studio, and no longer under the Valve title, it is the successor to the much-beloved series in everything but name. It plays out over a series of missions that, boiled down, consist of running through hordes of zombies to the next safe room, picking up gear and guns along the way. Fort Hope is one of humanity's last strongholds, and you play as one of its cleaners, a veteran of combat immune to infection who has taken up the fight to retake the world from the undead hordes. Breaking up the endless horde of the undead, you'll also face several powerful and uniquely skilled ridden. Their presence makes sure you can't just let your guard down in the face of wave after wave. The most common ones to encounter are the three types, Tallboy, Rika, and Stinger, who crush, spit, and grab at you, respectively. Within that, there's three different versions of each, creating a large roster of enemies that keep things interesting. There are eight playable characters to choose from, each with their own unique perks, team bonuses, and starting weapons. 
During the first four missions of the game, your choice will be limited to Holly, Walker, Evangelo, or Mum, but after that you'll add Hoffman, Doc, Carly, and Jim to the roster. Each of these characters also sports their own personality and unique quips that make things really interesting to see when they're interacting with each other. Thanks to the unique skills, I really enjoyed being able to fill a role for my team, something that similar games usually lack. Whether you want to bust out high DPS, play a supportive role, tank for your team, or run around at breakneck speed, you can build an experience to suit that. How? Cards. Back for Bud's card system is one of its most unique features, and one I really enjoyed playing through. As you play, you will unlock, amongst cosmetic items, various perk cards that support the various playstyles. From high accuracy, to health regeneration, to equipping two primary weapons at once, there's a lot you can choose from. Using these, you will create a deck of 15, which is used in-game. Each round in the game that you reach, you get to add more and more cards, which lets you build up a huge set of perks to handle the harder stages. I don't want to go into too much detail and spoil things, but the final mission was truly fantastic. I honestly wasn't expecting much, you know, just a super difficult standoff against a giant horde of zombies, but that isn't what Turtle Studios gave me. What they gave me was grandiose, a truly epic battle that few zombie games are equipped to deliver, and I really, really appreciated it. That last battle is something that I've discussed with my friends over and over. Back for Blood offers three levels of difficulty, Recruit, Veteran, and Nightmare. Recruit was a comfortable level for me, easy enough to enjoy casually, but not a complete snooze. Veteran required me to think things through much more carefully, but was still achievable and an enjoyable challenge once I'd played through on Recruit. Nightmare is, honestly, outside of my ability, because I'm just not very good at FPS games. But from what I've heard, it provides a decent challenge for people at that higher level. One issue I did have with the game was that sometimes a dark location would be too dark to really make out the environment at all. A flashlight does automatically activate when you enter a darker location, but it really only helps in a small area. A similar problem occurred when the random fog card would be selected, spawning fog so thick I couldn't see beyond my gun. It seems like both of these settings are intentional, but the intensity really seemed like overkill, and many people I've played with have been equally frustrated. Still though, these periods didn't last for too long, and didn't take away from my overall enjoyment. The soundtrack is way more than I expect from the action bloodbath genre. It steps outside the typical orchestral scores into a gritty hodgepodge of sound. Back for Blood's music was unconventionally crafted using DIY instruments the cleaners could hypothetically use in the apocalyptic setting. While the songs provide a lot in the way of energy and emotion as you play through the levels, they also incorporate lots of audio cues to help the player survive. One unique way this was done that I loved was that they imagined the three bosses of the games as members in a band. One as the singer, one as the drums, and one as the bass, which allowed all three to take frequency in the soundscape without overriding the cues of another, in case all three were present at once. You can play the campaign solo with AI teammates, or play co-op with friends or online matchmaking. Cross-platform play is also supported, and I didn't run into any internet issues in that regard. Separate to the campaign, Back for Blood also offers a competitive online mode which pits the four survivors against four players on the side of the zombies, another inheritance from the Left 4 Dead franchise. You take control of special zombies leading wave after wave of basic zombies while the survivors hold out for as long as possible. 
Once all survivors are downed, the teams switch role and the new survivors attempt to last longer. The bulk of Back for Blood's content is in the campaign, but I was surprised with just how much I enjoyed playing this game mode. It's a great break when you don't want to grind through the campaign anymore, but still want that zombie horde action. It's also worth mentioning that an internet connection is required to play all of the different modes in Back for Blood, which I never ran into as an issue, but I can imagine would be really frustrating for some people. As I mentioned earlier, Back for Blood has a strong connection to the Left 4 Dead franchise, and while I don't want to linger on this too much, I can't ignore it while reviewing the game. If you're familiar with both games, the similarities are immediately obvious. Both are co-op journeys through a zombie-ridden world, they use similar mechanics and the style aesthetics are practically the same. Thankfully, it never felt like an uninspired ripoff, but rather like a love letter to Left 4 Dead, taking the heart of the game and updating it within the modern world. If you share my nostalgia for Left 4 Dead, then you'll definitely enjoy Back 4 Blood. And if you don't share my nostalgia, I played through Black 4 Blood with someone who hadn't experienced Left 4 Dead at all and have it on good authority that the game is still an incredibly enjoyable experience. Still, I'm just happy to say that that zombie shooter-shaped hole in my heart has finally been filled. That was my review of Back for Blood, and this is Zed Games. Um, I just wanted to mention, because I forgot in my review, that you can get Back for Blood on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. All the ones get it. Mm-hmm. Not on, not on the Switch. And I can play it on brains. Yes. Awesome. In fact, you would need a brain to play it. Aww. Yeah, a brain and whatever console you're using. It's hard. I know. Mm. That's <laughs> yeah. great for accessibility. Yeah, that's true. All brains. Anyway. I'm, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll continue onwards and upwards. And here I have a review that was prepared earlier by Zara for the game app, exercise helper, but game, Zombies Run. <laughs> Let's see what what they have to say. Zombies Run is developed by Six to Star and Naomi Alderman, and it is available for mobile, for the Android, and iPhone. You're on your way to Able Township, taking a helicopter over the zombie-torn landscape. You're bringing in supplies for the people who have set up a strong defensive base known as Able, but you have another mission. Your helicopter pilot knows something is up, but before you can get into it, well, somebody fires a rocket launcher at you. From the wreckage you run, your headset feeding you the voice of Sam Yao from Abel, the radio operator who will be your guide, and hopefully guide you to safety. All you need to do is run. Zombies Run is an immersive story where you are the main character, where the story told as if you are in it, experiencing it yourself, broken up by your own music playlist of choice. Once you start, you don't need to stop, you don't need to look at your phone, and you won't need to take a specific path or make decisions. A completely auditory experience that places you in this world that is so like ours, only filled with zombies, bad guys, quirky characters, and the voice of Sam forever guiding you. Load it up, pick your playlist, and go. Every step you take is a step closer to unraveling the mysteries and conspiracies that surround you. 
Now, Zombies Run isn't like a podcast. It's not like an audiobook, and it's not like your traditional video game, or a fitness app. It's similar to all these things, but with award-winning writers at work, a full cast of unique and distinctive characters conveyed through voice acting, and a number of features to help you get immersed in this world, it's perhaps the only constant that motivates me to move. It's really as simple as loading up a mission, picking my playlist, and getting a move on. There are over eight seasons worth of story, with various storylines, mysteries, villains, friends, sometimes friends, and look, even romance. Throughout your run, you will pick up supplies and materials, which you can use to build up Abel, and your music will play in between scenes. Often, you'll be chased by zombies. For warning and the far-too-close sounds are groaning behind you, you'll need to pick up your pace regularly to keep ahead of the horde. Your first story mission involves you getting shot down out of the sky with a rocket launcher. Your second mission is a simple decoy mission to lead zombies away from Abel while the gates are stuck open. Your third mission? Well, I'll let you find out for yourself. Various characters will come to your aid, help guide you, or maybe just decide that it's weird that you got shot down and managed to survive, and you must definitely be up to something. You don't give anything away, of course. You're the strong, silent type. Just a runner here to help. Maybe. The zombie apocalypse isn't exactly normal, but you'll find out just how strange it really is. During my first run, I went as the sun was sinking. Dark streets, quiet, listening intently to the conversations that were taking place around me. Ah! Oh! Just another runner. Not a zombie. Whew. Now, let me tell you a secret. I hate running. I despise it. It feels bad, it's not fun, I'm really not getting better at it. I'm willing to bet many of you also feel the same way. Perhaps you prefer a cycling or a treadmill. Epileptical. Rowing machine, weight training, or walking. You can still be an able runner. You can adjust the difficulty of each mission so that you're chased by zombies as often as you can handle, or not at all. GPS is the default way of tracking your movement, but you can also use a step counter, or even just set your pace and the game will adjust accordingly. For some of these settings, zombie chases won't be enabled, but that's fine. You can play no matter what your exercise of choice is, except perhaps swimming. It may go without saying, however, wearing earphones while cycling outdoors or any other exercise that requires constant awareness of your surroundings is not recommended. But if you have a stationary bike, well, cycle your little hearts out. The zombie story is not the only story. There are a dozen side stories related to the universe, unique virtual races that will take you across the solar system, through mythological stories, and so much more. But perhaps my favourite minor story involves radio mode, where at the completion of each mission, you'll get to listen to Eugene and Jack chatter and banter like your regular radio hosts, who happen to be playing music from your playlist. After a really intense mission, hearing their light-hearted chatter is a nice break, and you get to learn more about the more mundane aspects of living through the zombie apocalypse. And the final feature, you get to manage the base. It doesn't actually affect your runs, but it's a nice visual way of seeing how much you accomplished. You have to see how the materials you gathered have gone towards farms, wind turbines, barracks, and so much more. You can also track how much you run, but I like a bit of city building. Obviously, music is up to you. I have a few playlists, and the app works alright with Spotify. You may need to adjust your settings to allow all the permissions to work together, but the app doesn't know that you're about to hit the hardest drop of all time. It is not afraid of interrupting your songs to throw a story at you. And sometimes the music wouldn't start up again once the scene ends. 
When I first started running, it interacted a lot better with music saved directly to my device. But after a bit of tinkering, it works most of the time. There is a robotic voice for warning you of zombies on your heels, or to tell you that you've picked up something. It's a bit of an immersion breaker sometimes, when you have the passionate Sam warning you, and then a voice saying, picked up, sports bra. But this can also be changed. Now I just have it set up to buzz a little when I pick something up. And the sound of zombies approaching behind you sounds awful, in the best way possible. It makes the hairs on the back of my neck rise up. But in a scene, the sound experience is great. Initially, they are finding the footing, but it's always good. The soundscape they create, combined with the voice acting and audio effects, I feel a bit like I'm in the middle of a movie. It can be extremely satisfying, especially when you get hands on a rocket launcher yourself. I love Zombies Run. I got into it when it first became free to play, and initially get unlimited access to the first four missions, and then a new mission is unlocked each week. I ended up subscribing for an annual fee to unlock all the missions immediately. Totally worth it, and you get a bunch of other bonuses. But that's up to you and how quickly you progress. You'll still have access to simple supply missions, radio mode, and a new mission each week. It's not often that something makes me want to try running, and actually makes me feel kind of cool. I just wouldn't recommend running off the dark if you're the jumpy type. Or just hop in a treadmill. It all counts. Race the gates. Runner 5 ready. Gates are open, covering fire, and... Here in the studio with Toby and Hazel, who are hey, 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 hey. They seem better. They yes, seem... I've had my golden apple. We're good. You're cured. Okay. What's the word? Oh, yeah. Oh. Then I was about to say the bird, but yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit that the audio in that game is just mm. awesome. It is it is really good, so if you're interested in zombies or audio dramas or just want a reason to run, you know, check it out. <laughs> Always a good place to be, but where are you going to run to? Oh, I'm going to run to the Go... I four two three. It's got numbers. I'm gonna okay. You set me up and I. Let I said yeah. I let you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Game, Game one. Four two three. Can we four two three. Can we try again? Yeah, uh, uh, but where are you going to run? I'm going to run to the the Game On four two three event. Game on! Game on! That's this Saturday mm-hmm. at the Powerhouse, it the is? Brisbane Powerhouse. Power. And it's, it's free. It is free. <laughs> it is all ages. All ages. It's running from ten to ten. five. Five. We're going to be there. You will you can see or all least... your favorite radio hosts in person. <sighs> not all of them. Not all well, of them. But, but most of them. I'm not going to be there. I have a I have a small what's, child to look what's after. What's the point then? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be editing it all. Yes, yes. <laughs> For your precious earlobes. Yeah. So look forward to that. Yeah. But also, come down, see it in person, see all the bits that get chopped out. Yeah. Play Before. some video games. Play some video games. Play some video games. From Play some via, tabletop games. VR to tabletop. Everything. PC to console and mobile. Come and play. Play. Or else. Play. Or else we'll zombie. We will. Brains? Oh, no, God, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to head off for the night, though. Mm. Before before things get <laughs> worse. 
<laughs> before, so, n- before, before the nibbling happens. Any last words? Uh, R. Pirate, pirate season tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a pirate. Uh, no, we've got the um, 600th episode coming up soon. So we do. Keep Exciting. listening. Yeah. I have no idea what we're going to do. Me either. <gasps> It'll be good. Surprise. We'll find out. And you will too, listeners. Oh, in those ear holes. But for now. <laughs> Farewell. I will let you go. And until next week. Have a good time gaming. Yeah, have fun! Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.